Tra la la tra la tra la la tra la la tra la tra la la tra la la tra la tra la tra la tra la tra tra for another episode of In the Industry, presented by Mahai Radio. This is really not a, you know, a welcome back, because the first episode was really just the appetizer. It was the, the first course and everything. Just kind of getting everybody introduced to the idea. Uh, now we're on the main course. Now we're on the entree. So, as you heard in the first episode, uh, this is pretty much just going to be me trying to increase everybody's revenue, trying to increase everybody's... Um, ability to have great customer service based on my observations from somebody who's in the service industry, somebody who uh, cares a lot about hospitality and trying to show everybody a different perspective on things, making it so that way you can use what I see across the board in any industry that has to deal with customers, which is most of the industry. This is like 99% of business. You're going to have to deal with some customer base or else you know, you're not really in business. Um, so with that being said, what I want to talk about is what I had to deal with this week. I want to discuss the idea of giving the customer just enough so that way they're hooked, but not giving too much. I want to discuss teaching your employees how to make judgment calls properly. And then I want to discuss how you handle the situation when the employee has decided to make a call, a judgment call that you wouldn't agree with and how you deal with it from there. What we do in my restaurant, like many restaurants, is we offer a reward system. We offer a system so that way our guests continue to come back. And when we first opened over a year ago, we hit that hard because we were brand new to the market and it was always, it was already a crowded market to begin with. There wasn't, uh, there wasn't a lot of room for error and we had to make sure that we we're hitting everything. We had to come in there and take customers from other restaurants that have already been there for, you know, 15 years. The reason why I was put into that store was because I had already been working that area at a different restaurant for, you know, the last three years. So I, I knew the area, I knew the trends, I knew short, slow times, busy times, peak season, all that stuff. I understood how to hire, how difficult it was, and how, how to get repeat customers. So what we did was we rolled out this reward system and we were doing it at an expedited rate. So basically what you'd have to do is spend you know, $150 in my store and you get 10 bucks off which is a lot faster than a lot of other places. I mean, if you go to Starbucks right now, their reward system is like $500 and you get, you know, $5 off. So we were handing out these cards and we were we were giving away food every eighth time you were in. Eighth time. And so it wasn't necessarily, the program wasn't designed to be used that way. It was designed to be, you know, every 15th thing that you bought, not eighth thing that you bought. But what we were trying to do was create a steady customer base that was going to come back 75% of the time. And it was successful. We had that many people come back and we were cruising, you know, and we were, we were running this program for a while. 
uh, and the amount of repeat business that we had was amazing. So I felt like I was doing everything correct. And when you look at it from, you know, a macro perspective, I was killing it. You know, we were making money. We had, you know, great, great customer retention. Our employees were loving the program because they got to make, you know, they got to make the guests smile because, you know, you're giving them free stuff. And that, that was great until another restaurant that was larger than us opened up right down the street. You know, this concept now has four different restaurant groups inside of it. It's a food court and it's very convenient for people. They don't offer any kind of rewards program. Their food's more expensive. Their food is a lesser quality. But it is a new player in the market and it has taken some of our share. So now all of these people that we have that are regulars are coming back and they're still using these punch cards. And now instead of giving, you know, $100 a day in free food away on $4,000, $5,000 in sales, now I'm giving $100 in free food away on $3,000 in sales. And that makes a huge, huge difference. You know, in the last couple months, my restaurants lost a lot of money just from our profit where all, all because we're giving away so much free food. And that's the hard part because what you want to do in any industry is give the guests just enough. So that way they're hooked. So they're going to come back and our food speaks for us for itself. People enjoy it and people are still going to come with or without this re rewards program, but are they going to come at the same frequency when I take take it away for a period of time? Because it's not going to go away forever, but I can't lose profits like I am. So how do you give the guests just enough? All of it is in the way that you teach your employees to sell what you got, to sell your show of it. Everything in customer service is a spin zone. Everything is... However we make it, it's the best way it's ever been made. Whatever we do, it's the best it's ever been. And you can't go down the street and get it. You can get something close, but it's not the best it's ever been because that's what we do. So how we're going to modify the system is this. We're going to hold off on giving out these rewards cards for, you know, six weeks. It's going to reset the playing field. And that's just enough time where people aren't going to remember how often we were punching before. And even if they do, it's going to be, oh my God, you brought these cards back. That's awesome. Like these, these were gone for so long. I'm so excited. These are back and they're going to come back at a higher frequency. We're going to reset the standard. It's still going to be the same card. It's still going to look the exact same, but instead of giving away an, an uh, item, an item every eight meals, it's going to go back to an item every 15 items, the way it's originally been designed. Because now I can give away $10 worth of food if I'm getting $150 worth of food for it. But I can't give $10 of food away when I'm only getting 80 But the only way this works is if you spin it the correct way on both ends. So right now that I've taken all of these cards away, 
my employees and myself, we have to be aware of how we're speaking to the guests, how we're speaking, what our tone is, what our message is, our body language, all of it has to be correct. So right now we can't just go to the guests and say, hey, look, you know, that's it. We're not doing it anymore. Uh, it's, I don't know when it's going to come back. Because now that turns them off from the entire experience. So what you have to train your people to say is, yeah, I know it, it's it's unfortunate that we're out right now. But we're coming up with a brand new system that's going to be awesome. We're going to roll it out early next year. We're going to roll it out in January. It's going to be great. Because all we're going to do is I'm going to tweak the system a little bit. Still make it worth it for the guests and still make it make sense for my business. But if the employees sell it in a way that is, oh my God, guys, I've got something so exciting coming your way. That leaves a positive imprint in their head. It gives them something small to look forward to, even though that's not what they're going to think about five minutes after they leave. But it's still going to be in the back of their head every time they come into my space. Every time they come into my restaurant, they're going to think, oh, hey, they're working on something for me. And when they eat their food today and they still got rewards from their current rewards card, they just can't get a new one, they're going to feel good about it because they're like, hey, Dom's still taking care of me. It's not that big of a deal. We still got it. But the reason why we got into this hole in the first place was because I didn't teach my people how to make proper judgment calls. What I wanted them to do was take care of the guests at all costs. Because that's how I think. I want the guests to be taken care of because they take care of me. You know, they pay my bills. But what I wasn't thinking about was how I can't expect my people to think about my bottom line. Because that's not what they care about. They care about how much they're getting paid. They care about their check every two weeks. And they care about their tips that they get every week. And when they see that a guest is getting a free meal, and instead of tipping a dollar on the 10 bucks, they're going to tip $5 on nothing. Well, that's great for them. That's great for my employees. But I never see that $5. That $5 goes straight to them. So what I created was an environment in which my staff was doing whatever they could to please the guests because they knew that our regulars were going to take care of them. And that's amazing because that made my people happy. It made my guests happy. The only thing it didn't do was make me money. And that's the whole reason why we're in our industry. That's the whole reason why we do what we do. That's why we're in business. So there has to be a balance. So now everything that I taught my people to make this judgment call was skewed because now they're not thinking with their heads. They're not trying to say, you know what, Joey spends a lot of money here. I'm going to take care of him once. It's if I give Joey a full punch card, tomorrow he's going to tip me five bucks. So to make these proper judgment calls, you have to put guidelines in place and have set standards for everybody. You have to make them make these calls within your guidelines. That's the reason why you're the manager, the owner, the boss. That's the reason why you are who you are is because you have to make those calls outside those guidelines. Empowering your people to make judgment calls is the hardest thing I think a manager can do. Because what I'm trying to do is create eight or ten miniature managers. I'm trying to make eight or ten people who I know where if, you know, I can't be everywhere with every situation, with every guest in every situation. It's impossible. 
But if I can make all of my employees make those calls in a smaller scale, then I'm not needed as much. In order to teach an employee to make a good judgment call, you have to give them options. So with myself and my business, everything that I do, again, is with this idea of we are going to have the best customer service in our area, not just in, you know, the restaurant realm, like the best customer service total, period. You come to me because you want a good experience. And then you also come to me because you want lunch. For my people to make judgment calls, I give them choices. And it's simple things like if we have somebody who's brand new to our restaurant, never been there, the first thing you do is say, hey, welcome. Thank you. And then the second thing you do is you make a choice. You know, if you have connected with this person and made an effort to get to know them in the smallest detail, give them something small. Give them hooked. So a lot of times I'll have my employees just give them a free drink because that's something that I can eat the cost on because that, that really only costs me 20, 30 cents. And that's a judgment call I expect them to make. But I didn't just say, I didn't go to my people and say, hey, look, if we see somebody new, just give them something. Because that doesn't tell them anything. It doesn't give them parameters. It doesn't teach them what I'm thinking. What our goal is, is I'm trying to get our staff to judge how do I get this person to come back? So when they see somebody they've never seen before, they say, hello, how's your day? They're already thinking, hey, is this your first time in? I've never seen you around here before. What are you doing? Like, what do you do here? Are you new? Are you just in visiting? And if the guest says, oh, no, I just moved into the office right down the street. I just started a new job. Oh, congratulations. Thanks for coming in. Then they suggest, you know, whatever they want to suggest on the menu. Say, hey, here, take this drink. It's on me. Don't worry about it. But again, if I just said, give him something, that person I just said, give him something to is going to be like, oh, hey, here's lunch. It's on me. Don't worry about it. Now that's even worse than the problem that I created before where I told them, hey, just punch a couple times for everybody. Because I didn't communicate well enough. I didn't set parameters well enough for them to make those judgment calls. I gave him free reign and said, go for it. And I shouldn't have expected, expected anything else in return because they did exactly what I told them to do. When you're trying to teach somebody to think the way that you do, you have to think two steps in front of them and try to see as many outcomes as you can and give them options so that way if they do step just outside of your boundary that you've set, it's not something you can't recover from. Because what we're trying to do is give this guest the best service they've ever had. But you can't give them too much, so that way you're not making a return on it. We're investing in our people, and we're investing in our guests. How do you deal with an employee who didn't do what you thought they were going to do? They didn't make the call that you thought they were going to make. It's not the one that you trained them on. It's not the one that you thought you trained them how to make the worst thing that you could do is go and damage the relations with your employee so that way they can go and have a negative effect on the guest. Body language and tone and emotion really come out when somebody isn't all there, when they're not empowered and they're not in the right mindset. 
And that's something once you create a regular customer base, that is something that they're going to notice. So how do you, how do you reprimand in a way that's not aggressive and not going to, you know, going to ruin the spirits of your employees so that way it doesn't hurt your guest relations? The hardest thing for me to do is do this with an aggressive enough touch, with a hard touch. Because often I am too, I'm too friendly. I'm too nice. I've been told that I come off as, you know, a bigger brother as, as opposed to, you know, a a, a boss, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. That's kind of what I'm trying to go for. I want to be cool dad, you know, but I still want to be dad. I want to be the cool boss. I want to be the one that you can come to me and talk to me. But I don't want to be so cool that we're going to go out drinking on the weekend because I'm not doing that. If you have a problem, I'm there to listen. But don't expect me to, you know, go play video games with you on the weekend. You can always create that environment by listening. So the first thing that you do when somebody made the call that you didn't want them to make and it's is something where you have to correct because you don't want them to make that call again. You don't want your employee to give out free food because that's hurting your bottom line. You want them to give out something smaller. You don't want your employee to go and punch the punch card five times. You'd like it to be punched once. How do you do that in a way that still encourages them to go above and beyond for the guest and not hurt your pocket. The first problem that I always see is that I'll be at a restaurant, you got a young kid, he does something he or she does something incorrectly. The manager comes up, grabs him, says, "Hey, do it this way." First of all, you've just in in the in the employee's eyes, they're doing everything correct. And you've just come up and like shattered their world. So now they're nervous. And every time this situation is going to come up, there's going to be a little thought in their head. It's like, oh shit, how was I supposed to do that? You know, Dom told me to do it this way. Before he told me to punch it two or three times. But now I'm only supposed to do it once because he told me that I was wrong like five minutes ago. What do I do? I'm just going to punch it once and just give it back to him and not say anything to the guest. And now my employee's head is down. They don't want to make eye contact with a guest anymore because they're worried that they're doing something wrong and they don't want to get in trouble again. And that's the last thing that I want to create. When you're trying to sell a product, you don't want your salesman unsure. You don't, they got to speak with confidence. They got to sell that. They got to make it seem like it's the best thing out there. So as a manager, what do you do? You got to come up to them in a coach's role. You have to set the standard that every moment is a teaching moment. And I'm not doing this because I think you're doing it the complete opposite way that I want. I just want you to change your focus a little bit and do it this way. So in the case of this, my employee gave out three punches on the punch card. And yesterday we talked about it. I only want you to give out one now. And I saw them give three punches, which is fine. I can't go take those back from the guest. 
But I go up to him and I'm like, hey, Bobby, let's 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 come over here real quick. I love the way that you're trying to help them out. That was awesome. That's exactly the reaction from the guests that I want to see. I want to see a smile when they leave the register. You did great. But remember what we talked about yesterday with the with the punch card thing? And they're gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I totally remember. Like, okay, um, going forward, what I'd like to see again is just let's just punch it once once and if they ask about it just tell them you know hey it's a it's a new system that we're we're putting into effect to kind of get ready for our new reward system coming next year and if if the guests have any issues then just just bring me over and then i'll talk to them it'll be fine and then now what you do is you have to you know you just kind of let them down softly but you also compliment me like, hey, that was awesome. I love the way that you made them smile. You've got to give them something to look forward to. You got to give them some positive reinforcement. And you got to make sure that they understand that, hey, you know, this isn't what you would have chosen to do. But it is not a terrible choice. But let's let's look this way now. Let's not do that anymore. Let's try this instead. And it's especially true with such a younger generation that don't like to be told no, and they don't like to be proven wrong. They don't like to be told that they're wrong. My biggest thing for a guest and for my employees is I don't like to say no. I originally heard this, you don't say no to anybody after I went to, you know, motivational customer service seminar. The speaker's big thing was, you never tell the guest no. You know, the customer is always right. But the thing is, the customer isn't always right. But you still have to learn how to make them feel like they're right all the time by not telling them, no, screw you. And that same thing has to be kind of developed to your employees, especially the younger millennial kind of generation thing. You have to learn to tell them, like, look, dude, that's not what I would have done. Here's all of the information. So now next time you can do what I want you to do. This is why I made that choice. But if you straight up tell them, no, don't do that. They're going to feel like, well, screw you. I know better than you do. And that's not what you want. And that's why... There's this negative connotation in people's heads about dealing with younger people. And unfortunately, in most service industries, those are the only people you can get to do the job. How do you work with them? You don't tell them no. But you don't tell them yes all the time. You don't give them everything they want. You direct them. You shepherd them into the decision that you want them to make. It's a softer touch, but it's it's the method that I've always found most efficient. It's not as abrasive. You don't run and burn through people as quickly as you would being, you know, a dictator and being an iron fist. And when you're softer on your people, you, they are generally better with the customers. And when they're better with the customers and give better service, you are going to see a higher return on your your investment in helping your people. 
You're going to see a higher return on your investment on helping your customers. You're going to make more money by just changing your tone towards the people you talk to. By coaching them into making the correct judgment calls and not giving them a script to read. I think that's all for this episode. Thanks again for listening so much. I do appreciate it. I can't wait to do more of these with you guys. If you have any questions or suggestions, comments, concerns, whatever, uh, you can reach me on Twitter if you go to at Dom Burgundy. Uh, Just send me a message, whatever, give me a follow. That's where I'm going to be posting episodes and things like that. Please like, rate, review on all the platforms that you listen to. Subscribe. Again, it's coming out every Sunday, so... I look forward to talking with you guys soon.